spouse to think that you're the best partner they could have ever had in their life, you can't stop. But the reality is, is that moment never comes. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. You do things regardless of how you feel. Thank you for tuning into the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. I'm your host, Isaac, bringing you an authentic perspective into the inner workings of the world. Today's message is one you won't want to miss. So let's get straight into today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to today's episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate your time. Let's get into today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the one thing that I would tell my younger self. And to preface this, I want to say that I'm someone that believes that I should never live with regret. I shouldn't live with things that I wish I had done before, that I started sooner. I wish I never wish for things that I shouldn't have done to not have ever happened. I think everything happens for a reason. And everything that I've done has brought me where I am today. And I couldn't be happier about that. So what I want to say is just to understand that this is a frame of retrospective thinking that if I would have done this sooner, I would have been further. But I don't say that out of regret because I, I am happy with where I am now. I understand this is part of the journey and I've learned lessons by the actions and the decisions that I've decided to take. But the one thing that I would tell myself, my younger self, is that there is no right time. There is no right time. What do I mean by this? I mean that a lot of times in life, we're always trying to prepare for that moment when, when it's just supposed to, everything's supposed to feel right, when it's supposed to click, when it's supposed to make sense, when all the stars align. But the reality is, is that moment never comes. We can be waiting for years and decades and maybe our whole lives for the perfect moment, but the perfect moment doesn't exist. The moment's what we make of it. And so a lot of people based their decisions out of comfort and time horizons. And to be honest, I don't believe in that. I don't believe that's what makes something good. I believe that if something feels right to me, if my intuition is telling me that this is good, I go for it. And if it's a mistake, so be it because I will learn from it. But when I was younger, I spent time just waiting for this right moment, waiting for the right time to appear in front of me. And the reality is it was never coming. It was never going to be there. And I, you, you, there's so much wasted time in that. Not only because you're waiting around for something, but because you believe that it's out of your control. And the reality is, is that we can make it in our control to seize the moment. We can take that decision. We can take the action to start moving toward our success. That is in our ability. That is in our grasp. And we have to fundamentally understand that if we want our lives to change, we are the catalyst for that change. If we want to make the world a better place, that all starts with us. Right? That big Jordan Peterson ideal that you first fix yourself then you fix your house. And then when your house is in order, can you set about the world? That's why in the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper, you're seeing this guy on this pill that's supposed to make him right see everything. And what is the first thing the guy does? He gets his house in order. It was a mess and he cleaned it. Why? Because he knew he had to come from a calm and organized state. So the right time is now. There's a saying that I love, and it's 
the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. Why wait? And really sit there and ask yourself, why wait? What am I waiting for? What needs to change in order for me to take action in my life? Whether that's a decision to start your own business or to switch careers or to go ask your boss for a raise or to take a chance on something or to learn a new skill or to start going back to the gym or to start that meal plan, whatever it might be, why are you waiting? Why haven't you taken action sooner? And most of the time, the answers aren't justifying the reasons. The reasons aren't justifying the reason why you're not doing that. And that's where you got to be honest with yourself and say, let me get to work. Let me do what needs to be done. When I was younger, I always thought that in order to do your best job possible, that meant you had to wait for when the conditions were right. In order to perform at your best, you had to wait until you were feeling like everything was feeling right. You know, like, especially being a student, right? When you're younger, I mean, when I was like, what, 12, 13, 14, right? Like early, early adolescent years, you know, when you, when you do stuff like homework, for example, when you feel motivated, when it like feels good and you just knock it out, right? You procrastinate, like finally, like when the time feels right, which means right before it's due, you do that. And why do we do that? Because then the pressure of the deadline changes our focus and our mindset. And we're like, oh, okay, this needs to get done. So now it feels right. But the reality is when you have things like discipline, when you have things like order in your life, you do things regardless of how you feel. And initially, it kind of sucks. It's really conflicting. And a lot of people know this if you've tried. But after a while, your brain gets used to it. So like, oh, this happened. Now something has to happen. Now this has to get done. This project got assigned. This client needs this done. I'm not waiting until two weeks when I told the client he's getting it. No, I'm doing this now because I said I would do it now. And you get to this mixture of, right, not thinking there's a perfect moment, but also self-confidence and self-esteem. Why? Because you're keeping these promises to yourself. You're doing things on the timeline that you said you would. And that builds inner confidence. That builds what is in you that knows your ability to get things done when they need to get done. And I want to sidetrack and go back to this point really quick about, you know, regret and, and stuff like that. In life, we really deal with two pains. The pain, and this is in terms of success, the pain of sacrifice or the pain of regret. Because you either do what is easy now to live a harder life later. Or you do what is hard now to live an easier life later. That's the most common form of the saying. But the truth is, you do an easy thing now, you don't grow and your life stays hard. You do the hard thing now and you either decide, is this new level enough or do I want more? That's the next step. The saying isn't complete. If you want more, then your life will continue get hard to get harder. But your capacity for that hard will increase. Every time that you challenge yourself more and more, your capacity grows. If you weightlift, for example, 
and you start and you can only bench press the bar. The easy person might say, all right, that's enough. So they never get stronger, right? They just stay at the 45. So they're there. So life is continuously hard because they never improved. If you choose the hard path, you're like, okay, I'm going to try adding fives. Cool. Now you're better than the guy who's doing the 45 or just the bar. But you're, you're here now. So now you ask yourself, is this enough or no? And then you say no. So then you work harder. Lifting, again, if you add fives on each side, now you're at 55. Lifting 65 pounds on a bench is harder than 55. That's a fact. But your capacity is greater now. So now when you lick the 65 and you try to go to the 75, your capacity has expanded from 55 to 65 already. Now you're expanding it from 65 to 75, 75 to 85 until you get to 135, 185, 225. Why? Because you continue to growing. 225 is a whole lot harder than 45 pounds that you started with. But your capacity has grown. In the book Traction, which is a business-related book, but this applies here, they have this thing that you're supposed to filter your employees through. And it's called the GWC. Now, the GWC stands for do they get it, do they want it, and do they have the capacity for it? Ask yourself that. Do I get what needs to be done? Do I actually have a plan for what needs to be done, right? Do I get it? Do I get the steps that are necessary? Do I want it? Is this something that relates to me? Is this something that works under my purpose? Is this something that takes me to the person that I want to become? Okay, I get it and I want it. Do I have the capacity for it? Do I have the skills required? Do I have the willpower and the focus and the discipline? No, then let me improve that. I don't want it, let me pivot. I don't get it, let me understand it. I don't. So getting it is understanding. Focus on the understanding. Wanting it is purpose-related, right? Is this relevant or pivot? Understand, pivot, grow. So really this GWC falls under the UPG. Do you under, can you understand it better? Can you pivot? And can you get better? Can you grow? And that's really where I want to get back to this point where I sidetracked on this is because when we want to improve, we have to make sacrifices. If we want success, the greater the success, the greater the sacrifice. So the pain of regret or the pain of sacrifice, that's what you have to decide. Because regret will show you what you failed to do when it needed to be done. And that sucks because there's nothing you can do about that. Sacrifice sucks unless you change how you look at it. Sacrifice is the blessing and the opportunity to get better. Sacrifice is the willingness to undertake struggle to see better, to grow better, right? It, it's Sacrifice is walking into the night so you can see the stars at the end of it. Or it's walking through a dark tunnel so you can see the light. You have that choice. You have that ability to decide what you want to feel. But the question is, what kind of life do you want to lead? Because it all starts with reverse engineering your and reverse engineering your life backwards, right? That's why it's reverse. Start at the end point. Start at F everything you wanted to accomplish. What does that look like? And how do you get there? Because if all you want to be is a guy who lived, you don't have to sacrifice. You don't have to struggle. You just have to exist. But if you want to live, if you want your kids to think that you're a superhero, if you want your spouse to think that you're the best partner they could have ever had in their life, you can't stop. You can't stop. 
Your pace might be different than the person next to you, but the end of the day, if you want that, you cannot stop. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate your time. I hope this episode provided you with some value. As always, Veni, Vidi, Vici, I came, I saw, I conquered. We hope you enjoyed this episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show, and we appreciate it if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode. We are grateful for your support, and if you are serious about improving your life, check out our coaching at www.isaacvelezgonzalez.com. Until next time, that's all for today's episode.